Hey guys, and welcome back to Seeking Serenity. I'm Emily, and this episode of Seeking Serenity is going to be all about how to handle and how to cope with the anxiety that a lot of us are feeling in regards to returning to a quote-unquote normal life after the pandemic. So I want to first put out a disclaimer that by making this episode, I am absolutely in no way saying that there is no longer a pandemic. There's still very much a pandemic. The coronavirus has not gone away. Um, I'm speaking from someone who has had so far my first of two vaccinations, um, but I completely am not saying this like, okay, now that life is normal again, because that's not the case. Continue to follow the guidelines, continue to wear your masks, social distance, and be safe. But this episode is, like I said, not to tell you to go out and party at all. This episode is going to just be talking about how to handle the emotions that are going to arise as progressively we continue to get back to a quote-unquote normal life. So I don't know about you guys, but I dealt with anxiety before the pandemic. I'm definitely going to have anxiety. You know, it's not going to go away forever. Um, But it is all about handling that anxiety, managing your emotions, and learning to live with the fears and the thoughts and be able to find peace with them. This idea came to me during my group coaching call and we were talking about just all of us were saying how we feel anxious and nervous about going back to shows and going back to bars and just generally going back to life as things begin to open. And I brought up the idea to my coach, Maddie, who also has a podcast. And I was like, why don't you do a podcast episode about this? And she was like, you have your own podcast. Why don't you do an episode about this? And I was like, well, I feel like I need this episode to listen to. I need to know how to handle this shit because I'm also dealing with it. She was like, that's a perfect reason for why you should make the episode, you know? She told me that she creates a lot of the stuff that she creates and a lot of the stuff she puts out for things that she needs to hear. So this episode is me figuring it out and making this episode for myself and anyone else that is struggling with a similar thing. Because like I said, a lot of people, at least the people that I have talked to, have expressed that this is something that they're dealing with. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into some tips and some ways that you can cope and also just some reminders going back, you know, as things start to emerge open again and as we start to go back, like I said, to this pre-pandemic life and how we can feel better about it. So the very first thing that I want to start this episode with is your feelings are valid about this. There are so many people in the world that are having the exact same fears and worries as you. If you're feeling this way, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not weak. 
It's just something that a lot of people are dealing with. Remember that we've been dealing in the middle of a global pandemic for the past year. Your emotions are heightened. It's normal for your anxiety, for your mental health to maybe not be at the most ideal place where it was. So be gentle with yourself, okay? Be gentle with yourself because it is perfectly okay to feel how you feel right now. I think it's important to remember that we as humans are resilient and we are adaptable. And we adapted to the shit show of what the world was the past year. We can adapt to anything. Whatever happens, whatever the world re-emerging, reopening looks like, we will get through it. So that is very important to remember. We're resilient. Other people are feeling the same way. And nothing... I don't... So to start off, that those are my two main points. Your feelings are valid. And we are resilient. And we will get through this together. The first point I want to make aside from that is you got to take things slow. Take every single experience, everything moment by moment. If you need to, it's okay to just stop and take a breath. Things are going to feel overwhelming. Everyone feels overwhelmed. It's not a feeling that goes away once you reach success or quote-unquote what you consider success or once you're famous or anything overwhelming feelings happen to everyone. So it's about learning to handle and to cope with these feelings rather than get frustrated with yourself or like, why am I feeling this way? It is normal to feel this way. The next thing to remember is life is never going to be this quote unquote normal of what it was before everything happened. And that might seem jarring or scary, but life has changed. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. And that is not to negate from any of the people that have lost their lives. I don't mean it like that. Obviously, that change was not good. But as a society, we're not going to go back exactly to how things were before. And finding acceptance and peace with that is, I think, one of the most important things going into this post-pandemic life. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to say this again and then not continue to repeat myself. I'm not saying we're post-COVID. It's not gone away. The pandemic is not over. I don't mean that. So don't take if I say post-pandemic that I'm referring to things being over. Not what I mean. But you have to find this acceptance that life is not going to be what it was before this happened. People have gone through loss. People have gone through isolation. People have lost their jobs. Life is not going to be the same way. But like I said, that doesn't have to mean it's going to be a bad thing. Going into this world of uncertainty, like absolute uncertainty, it's going to be it's going to be overwhelming and it's going to be like I don't know about you, but I feel like what can I control? I'm going to feel very out of control. It's important to remember and to focus on the things that you can control. 
you might not be able to control when you go back to work. You might not be able to control what's happening around you, but there's still a lot that you can control and it's important to focus on those things so that the things that you can't control don't get the best of you. You are in charge of your social plans. If the idea of going back to a party lifestyle or going out to the bars all the time overwhelms you, you are in control of that. You are in control of your habits. You are in control of your routine. You are in control of yourself. So while, like I said, you may not be able to control when you go back to work, and that may freak you the fuck out, but you can control so much in your life, and it's really, really important to focus on that. And it's also important to remember, it's not going to be a zero to 100 transition, You can start slow. I know something that has really made me feel overwhelmed is all of a sudden, all of the people I'm following have been posting festival lineups and buying tickets for things. And it's just like, holy fuck, how do we get to that point? How are things starting? How are 100,000 people festivals resuming? It's okay to not partake in those things right away. It's not like you have an obligation to see a festival come out and immediately buy a ticket. If you think that maybe just going to the store when it's really crowded might be a lot for you, you don't have to go to a festival right away. Yeah, you may see other people doing it and you may want to partake in that too, but you know what? There's the year after and the year after that and the year after that. There's no race. It's not a race to see who can make the most plans and who can do the most things. You can ease yourself back into it. Start off slow. It's important to remember when this all happened, when lockdown started, it wasn't easy to acclimate to that. It was difficult. It was fearful. It was stressful. And it was like, what is going on? What is my life right now? Just like you found it difficult to acclimate at first, it might be difficult to acclimate back. But if you're here and listening to this podcast, you made it through. You got through the fear. You walked with the fear. Maybe you sat inside your house with the fear. But if you're listening to this, you survived a global pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic is not fully over but you've survived a year of uncertainty and a year of stress and a year of fucking being scared, you know? This shit isn't just, it's not a joke. It's scary, it's real life, and it's a big deal. But you survived it. And you dealt with that when it came, just like you can deal with this now that this is here. There's not going to be this immediate switch. And what I mean by that is, for the past year, We have been repeatedly told that social situations and going out and going to concerts and doing all the things that a lot of us loved before all of this are bad, that they're unsafe. This mindset is not going to go away. And personally, this is something that I've been struggling with. You know, I've started to see people and my friends who are fully vaccinated start to emerge back into doing things. Seeing people that I know in other parts of the country that are more open continue to 
you know, move forward and resume how things once were. And I've been struggling to think like, to not judge other people. When I see people post at a party or when I see people post out with a mask, you can't control other people. You can't control what they're doing. You can only control yourself. Coming back to, like I said, seeing others is out of your control. But what is in your control is you. And if you think something is still unsafe and if you still find something bad, you have the power to determine whether or not you do those things. I'm sure, I'm absolutely 100% sure that you are not alone in feeling the thoughts that you're feeling if this is something you're dealing with, feeling with the anxiety. If you aren't ready to go back to the bar, and now I'm saying the bar and concerts because primarily before the pandemic, a lot of my social life was either at raves, festivals, or the bar. So that's kind of what I'm referring to, but feel free to you know put whatever it is that you are thinking about socially doing in the blanks. Anyway, what I was saying was your friends that feel the same way, they might also want to hang back, you know? Find other friends that feel nervous about going to festivals. I'm sure there's at least someone that you know that may be down to take it slow, to do things that won't be quite as crowded. Because let's be real, the second that things really, really open, that there are no restrictions, that there are no guidelines, shit's going to be packed. (laughs) The bars are going to be crowded. Concerts are going to be crazy. And if you're not ready for that, it is okay. Go hiking. People have been doing stuff outside for the past year. Probably people aren't going to want to be doing that. They're going to want to do the things that they couldn't do. So if you like hiking, do that. If you like taking day trips, do that. You don't have to do what other people are doing. If your friend jumped off a bridge, would you jump off the bridge? (laughs) You don't have to do what anyone else is doing. My next and one of the most important things I feel like from this episode that you could put into not only just re-emerging into a post-pandemic world, but in any time, it is okay to say no to plans. I'm just going to pause so you can think about that. And I'm going to repeat it. It is okay to say no to plans. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to come up with a lengthy explanation of why you don't want to do something. Just say no. And if your friends don't respect that you may say no because you're not comfortable, are they really your friends? If you have friends that you can't be open with and express, hey, mentally, I'm not there. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Have a good time. I hope you have fun, but I am going to hang back. If you have to explain beyond that and your friends push you and they don't accept that, maybe they're not your friends. Maybe you need to find better friends. You're not required to say yes when there's a hangout. And that brings up the next thing, which, yeah, you might feel some FOMO, the fear of missing out. But think about it this way. If you are doing what you want to do, are you really missing out? If sitting here 
I, like say you're sitting in your room and you think about going to a festival and that makes you want to cry or rither up in a ball with anxiety. Do you really want to do it? You know, maybe it is. Maybe you need to get over your fear and that is the step that you need to take how to handle, like, you know, overcome those fears. But say you just don't want to do it. You just, it's not what you're ready for. It's not you holding back because you're scared. It's you just not wanting to do it. What are you missing out on? Because if I went to something just because of the fear of missing out, I'd be not having a good time because what I'd really want to be doing is sitting at home and enjoying my time otherwise. So learn that FOMO and getting over FOMO is one of the best things that you can do. And it's not an easy thing to just immediately feel fine. But if your friends are inviting you and you say no, that your friends want to be with you. If you go on Snapchat and you see your friends hanging out, Maybe just don't check your Snapchat or your Snapchat stories that day. If you know everyone's going to be at a festival, but you're not ready to go to the festival, but you're going to feel left out, get off your phone that weekend, you know? Go outside. Go on a hike. Do other things that make you feel comfortable that you're not going to be checking your phone and feeling the FOMO. If your gut is telling you, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. If your gut is telling you that it's safe, it's not something isn't safe, or if your gut is telling you that you know you're going to be uncomfortable and anxious and in a panic, listen to your gut. Your intuition is always correct and it is truly, truly okay to listen to how you feel. If you don't feel comfortable with doing something, don't do it. You and only you know what you need. Maybe this doesn't apply to you. Maybe you are absolutely itching to get back to things and you don't feel any anxiety about the social situations. Good for you. (laughs) I wish I felt the same way. But you know what you need. So in the next coming weeks, while things are slowly, slowly reopening and, you know, eventually will be back to normal, normal, quote-unquote, prep yourself for the possibility of resuming to -to day-to-day life and dealing with these upcoming emotions by spending the next couple of weeks identifying what your needs are. Because the past, like, year, most likely, I'm speaking from experience, but also, I think, kind of generally, you've had a lot of time to address your needs, maybe even all day, every day to do what it is that you need. But it, you know, maybe when you go back to going out, being social, doing things, you might lose touch with what it is that you need. What are your needs? So spend the next couple of times coming up with a schedule for yourself. Figure out how much alone time do you really need? How much time do you need to spend by yourself to feel recharged. I know for me, if I don't spend enough time by myself in my comfort space, I feel like my social battery is just drained. Learn to charge up your battery. Spend the time that you need doing what you need, and then it will be so much better when you show up in other ways. So, Something that I mentioned before was, you know, you may not have the choice to go back to work. You might not feel ready 
to stop working from home if you're working from home. But remember, if you were working, say, an office job and you started working from home, we've spent the past, I mean, how long? Year working from home and getting our shit done. Speak to your boss and tell them, you know, I'm fucking nervous about this. Maybe you don't have an amazing relationship with your boss. Just say that you're not, you're, you know, you're not ready. Your mental health is important. So maybe talk to your employer about a hybrid work schedule. Maybe see if there's a way that you can go back to the office some days and still do some days from home. It may seem scary to ask for what you need, but if you don't ask for what you need, you're not going to receive it. No one knows to read your mind. So if you are going back to work and don't bring anything up, they might not ever give you the option. But if you ask, there's a, a, I mean, not everyone is going to say yes, but there's a possibility that they could. So ask for what you need. And that goes for every, every aspect of life. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you know you need. But before you do that, you need to identify your needs which is what I was just talking about. You need to know what you need for yourself. So this is all kind of about, you know, preparing to go out and, um, you know, how to get your mind in that state. But let's say you're out. Maybe you're not out at a bar. Maybe you're just out running an errand or something and it's crowded and you are feeling overstimulated. You're feeling anxious. What do you do? That all comes down to regulating your emotions. I looked it up, and emotional regulation in relation to psychotherapy specifically is the ability to change and regulate your own feelings, particularly when they are unpleasant. So some tips for regulating your emotions. Recognize what triggers you. If huge crowds are going to make you feel like you're having a panic attack, avoid huge crowds when possible. This comes back to your needs. Recognize what is going to make you feel bad and avoid the situation if possible. Don't avoid your emotions. Don't avoid life, but just avoid certain situations temporarily, maybe long-term, if they bother you. Be mindful and be honest with yourself. Identify how you're feeling Why are you feeling this way? And how can you possibly feel better? Say you are feeling really, really nervous about going back to work. Is it because you feel nervous about being in an office again? Is it because you don't want to lose the time that you've had spending at your house? Is it because you're scared to get sick? Why are you feeling the way that you feel? You really have to dive deep, find out what is causing your emotions, and then work through them. Emotions are important because they are identifying something's not right, something, you need to change something. So if you're feeling some way and you don't really think about why you're feeling a certain way, you're just like, oh, I'm anxious, but you don't dig deeper, a change can be made. Try to really be mindful with yourself and really think about the emotions that are coming up. Another tip is 
if possible. And if you are stuck in a loop of overthinking, if you are stuck in a loop of panic, change your environment. If you're at work and you're sitting at your desk and you're freaking out, Maybe you need to get up and take a 10-minute walk around the office or go walk around the block to get some fresh air. Maybe you can't leave. Maybe you just need to go sit in the bathroom stall for a couple of minutes and do a couple deep breaths. Or if you're at home and you're stuck on the couch and you're so nervous and you're so stressed, change rooms. Go outside. Do something different. Your environment is such an impact on your emotions. If you need to, change your environment. It will help seize your overthinking. Another thing is normalize your emotions. A lot of people are feeling this way. A lot of people are nervous. A lot of people are anxious and don't know what to expect. So, so many people are struggling with the same thing right now. And while that may not take away your emotions and they may not make it better, it may be comforting to know that you are not alone in the way you feel right now. And the last thing that I wrote is, I kind of already touched on this, but identify if your emotions are resulting from a need that you have not met. So maybe you're out and about and you're really overwhelmed, but you're not really a person that normally feels this way. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep or maybe that alone time that you know you need, but you haven't really admitted that you need it to yourself, maybe you need some more alone time. Be honest with yourself. Are you doing everything that you can do to support yourself to feel better? And if the answer is no, then you need to revisit and go back to what can you do to support yourself when you're feeling these emotions. After everything that I just said, I also want to put it out there. If your mental health is slipping, if you feel like you cannot overcome this on your own, it is okay to seek help, whether that be getting on an anxiety medication, whether that be hiring a coach, whether that be finding a therapist. It is okay to seek help. If anything, it it is courageous to seek help when you know you need it. You are not alone. There are resources, there are supports for you if you feel like you cannot get through it alone. And one other thing that I really want to emphasize and kind of wrap this episode up with, if you think about where you were a year ago before the pandemic, so say March 23rd when I'm recording this, 2020, Where were you March 23rd, 2019? You were so probably different than you were a year ago. Even though it feels like life has been on pause, even though it feels like we just literally stopped everything, time has kept going. Life has kept moving. The sun has been revolving around the earth. You are not necessarily going to be the same person that you were before the pandemic. And that is okay. Don't feel like you have this pressure of making your life fit exactly what the mold was before all of this happened. In a year's time, a lot changes. Change is good. I know so many people say they're scared of change, 
But that is the only way to evolve. The only way to grow is with change. Remember that you may have new habits. You may have new routines. You may have new interests than you did beforehand. Your life does not have to be what it was before. There is, it's okay to find a balance between your pre-COVID and your post-COVID life. That may mean before you went out Thursday, Friday, Saturday night and brunched on Sunday, but now you've really slowed down. You don't really feel like doing that. Maybe you go out on a Friday night, then you have all Saturday and Sunday to be with yourself. That's probably what I'll be doing is maybe go out like every other Friday or something once we can, because I know I don't have the same desires to go party like I did before. And that's something specifically that I've been dealing with is during the pandemic, I've come to the conclusion, I don't like drinking, okay? I like having a couple drinks of wine here and there. I like it in the moment, but drinking makes me feel bad. I don't just feel like a normal hangover when I drink. I feel like a five-day come down of sadness and just off-putting and just feel takes me so long to resume back to how I felt before I drank. But before, I was drinking all the time. Even at the beginning of this pandemic, I mean, we were going through so much alcohol when we first went on lockdown. It is okay if you've determined you don't like things that you did before COVID. Your friends are still going to love you and be your friend, even if you don't want to go to the bar. If you want to hang out with them and do other things, make suggestions to do other things because chances are your friends are down for the adventure. They're down to try new things. If you are in a similar boat to this as me and you know, you've decided drinking may be not be your thing, my plan personally is I'm going to start taking pre-workout with me if I go to the bar with my friends and I'm going to start ordering a water and I'm going to keep up with my drunk friends by chugging a bunch of pre-workout whatever works. So just remember that, like I said, we are resilient. We are adaptable. You can adapt to anything. Whatever the change is, whatever comes your way, you will get through it. And that's what it comes down to. You will be okay. Your wildest fears, your wildest stresses, your wildest anxieties, While there could be, there always could be something that happens, but you have to really address the feelings face on, say, why are you feeling this way? And realistically, what is the worst thing that could happen? Be realistic. Don't sit there and say, what's the worst that could happen? And then think about all the terrible things that could possibly happen. What realistically is the absolute thing? that could happen that is the worst. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Seeking Serenity. I really appreciate all the support and all the feedback that I have gotten so far on the first couple of episodes. This is something I absolutely love doing and I'm so excited and have so many ideas for so many future episodes. Um, also, if you, you may be listening on it already, but this podcast is now available on all major streaming sites, including Apple Podcasts. 
could take the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, even if you listen to on Spotify, because Spotify is definitely the superior listening. Um, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review and a rating and let me know what you think. It definitely helps support the podcast more than you know, and it would just make me very happy. So thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a super great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys.